Welcome to episode 19 of the DC Drop, where we talk all the news from this week in DC movie, TV, and comics. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And starting off, we will start with the new TV spot for Aquaman, titled Waves, a short little clip that you can watch on YouTube. Um, not a whole lot of new stuff, but some funny funny stuff that maybe we didn't see in the other ones. The You That Fish Boy from the TV. Yeah. <laughs> that made me chuckle. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like we've talked in the past how they're leaning into the Aquaman jokes, the fish jokes and all of that. And they're not shying away from that. And they're addressing it in the movie. And I think that's really cool because you can't have some fun with, with that. I'm sure Arthur will be asked if he can talk to fish and he will say that their brains aren't smart enough and all of that. But uh, yeah, I think that's cool that they're addressing those jokes that Aquaman has been for so long, both visually and story-wise with that. So I think that's pretty cool. And it just looks good. It looks continues to look good. I like everything I've seen from Aquaman. And this is no different. Yeah, it looks really good. And I I mean, credit to the editors. I think they, it's a pretty short spot, but they, they fit in some pretty big highlights. And still, you got to see a lot of the, the beautiful scenery and settings uh, that the film seems to offer. And without like, you still get a feel for the story, even though they're not telling you that much about it. So I, all that to say, they did a pretty good job making a, a short version of that five-minute trailer that we saw already. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so we're going to get more and more, after a few weeks, probably we'll start getting more and more and more Aquaman stuff as they begin the marketing push, as it gets closer to that release date in December, but that's what we've got for now. So some bad news, if you were hoping to see Ezra Miller as The Flash in the near future from Variety, the production start date for that film has been pushed back. So the film never had a release date or an official green light. Well, the latest version didn't have an official release date. Uh, or an official green light, but we've talked in, about how it's supposed to begin production in spring of 2019, and that looks like it's not going to happen. The script is apparently not quite ready. They say tweaks are needed, and that means that Ezra Miller won't be able to film it starting in March if it's not ready yet, and he starts filming Fantastic Beasts 3 in July, so now The Flash will be pushed after Fantastic Beasts. He will be filming after that, um, so that means a possible late 2019 production and probably a 2021 release date yeah and uh, you know this is kind of not unexpected but still like kind of disappointing just because i i loved ezra miller so much as the flash and so obviously i want to see him as soon as possible um but that being said there's there's stuff to, to hold you over there's other there's lots of stuff to be excited about but again it's just kind of disappointing a, a big character like this we're not gonna they're not gonna get their their solo film for a while yet yeah, and that means Ezra Miller will, I mean, that's going to be, if it comes out in 2021, we're talking three and a half to four years after Justice League in a long time. So this is, I mean, this film has been really slow in the production process. I don't know how many, how much tweaks. I'm guessing that John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein are doing a pretty significant rewrite, if not starting from scratch on the on it to see if it, to get it ready in time because they've been, they were hired at the beginning of the year. So um, to say it's not going to be ready soon enough to meet that March filming date. That means it's going to be, um, the, there must be something pretty significant to be doing it. Um, yeah, I mean, no reason to not think that this is just a, a normal thing. If you want to be a conspiracy theorist, there, there, you could maybe say this allows WB to wait and see how well Aquaman does and see, you know, if they need to be worried about if, you know, if Aquaman comes out and does great critically and with fans, but doesn't do so well at the box office, that might say, you know, maybe we need to tweak our plans even more because maybe the Justice League characters that were introduced in that film uh, 
aren't doing well enough and, and they need to tweak plans further. And this allows them to have time for that. But it could just be, you know, like it says, I'm, I have no reason to doubt that they're just tweaking the script and everything. Yeah. And, you know, with this much time now, there there very well could be the, the possibility that something, some other film or some other story causes them to maybe want to tweak their story or change it or rewrite it based on events that happen in the universe and and maybe flash could be reacting to that or continuing a storyline from a different film there's there's a lot of time now left that you know things could definitely change um story-wise yeah i I like what we've seen of ezra miller and i wanted to see more of him in an expanded role he's really talented and you know we get to see him provide some jokes in justice league and he he did great with that and he can do even more in a an emotional role and get a little bit more to do a little bit more to work with in a solo film but we're going to be away from away from that now and kind of leaves a bit of a bit of a hole in 2020 we don't know what's going to come out obviously birds of prey birds of prey is a great choice for that starting you know it's going to be filming in january february so that should be an obvious 2020 release date um it's especially considering it's been given a release date and the batman has a good chance of that as well i think if if all goes well with with Matt Reeves coming out in 2020, but besides that, those might be the only two films unless something smaller is in the works that we don't know of yet. Moving on to some TV news, uh, the main cast for the epic series Pennyworth has been announced. If you if you don't remember, Pennyworth is kind of like a prequel show, not really a prequel to anything, but just kind of set in the past show of Alfred about Alfred Pennyworth, the family butler to the Waynes, um, and so. Casting has been done, so Jack Bannon from The Imitation Game and Fury has been cast in the lead role, Alfred Pennyworth, uh, and they have character descriptions for some of these other castings as well, and it says he's a former British SAS soldier in his 20s who forms a security company and goes to work with a young billionaire, Thomas Wayne, who's not yet Bruce's father in 1960s London. Yeah, definitely went young with Alfred. That's going to be strange seeing a 20-something Alfred. Uh, I have seen Jack Bannon in Fury. I do not remember his performance very much. It's been a while since I've seen that. He, he had a smaller role. Uh, do you recognize him from anything? Uh, I Once I looked him up, I remembered him from the Imitation Game. He's like in the flashbacks. Uh, but, you know, nothing has really stood out about him. But this is a super small show, and so I wasn't expecting huge names to be involved. Um, but he's he's been in some pretty good movies. I like Imitation Game. I like Fury. So um, I'm optimistic about it. Yeah, we also got a co-lead. It's described as a co-lead, the role of Thomas Wayne. And that is going to be Ben Aldridge from Fleabag, a young, fresh-faced billionaire hailing from the East Coast of the United States. Confident and extremely disciplined, the young aristocrat meets an unlikely business partner in Alfred Pennyworth. So this is pre—I mean, pre Martha Wayne, pre yeah, obviously pre Bruce Wayne, Thomas Wayne. So I'm sure, uh, yeah, it's a young team up. It sounds almost like a team up between Alfred and Thomas Wayne. Yeah, a team up and a security company. I haven't seen the word butler once, so <laughs> I I don't know if that's not even really part of the story or if they are going to cover that. Maybe that is like just a cover-up to to make him seem less like a security person or somebody who would be fighting people and maybe we'll get the origins of him becoming their quote-unquote butler yeah maybe they'll show him taking cooking lessons as well i think (laughs) think that's something we'd all like to see but uh the new you know the more modern takes on alfred have definitely been less of an i mean he's a butler in name only i mean he can probably cook but he's he's more of a more hands-on raising bruce and it, it is going to be weird though seeing alfred in his 20s and then figuring out how 30 years from now he's working with batman and everything but uh i guess they don't have to worry about that in the show 
And then Ryan Fletcher from Outlander and Hainsley Lloyd Bennett from Casualty have been cast as Dave Boy and Baza, respectively. So those are lifelong friends of Alfred's from their army days serving in the same corps. Yeah, so there's a, a team at this security company. I don't know how it's all going to, to come together, what they're going to do. Are they going to be protecting people? I mean, that's kind of what security does. So you think something to that extent and, and how that all fits together. So um, this, this wouldn't be high on my list of shows I, I want to see, but I, I, that doesn't mean it can't be a good show and, and pretty cool and uh, a little bit of exploration of the Alfred Pennyworth and Thomas Wayne characters when they're young because we have seen a lot of Thomas Wayne, but usually he is most well-known for getting shot in the head. So uh, we will get to see a little bit more of him in this. It's going to be 10 episodes and expected to air sometime in 2019. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Legends of Tomorrow, they released an extended trailer for season four, which is just about as bonkers as you would expect a trailer <laughs> for Legends of Tomorrow to be, you know, starting with somebody getting stabbed by a unicorn. Um, but it looks like magic is definitely going to be the focus of this season. Does this get you excited for season four? It, I mean, it just looks like more of the same. So if you like the last two seasons of Legends and, and magic, I think you are going to like this. If not, then probably not. So this, but it looks. I mean, it looks good. Sometimes when you watch Legends, you're like, "What did I just watch?" And that is no different here. Uh, and that, I mean, that in both good and bad ways. Uh, it's just off the walls and crazy. But yeah, lots of Constantine. That unicorn. They make a very obvious Swamp Thing reference, and I'm sure there will be some sort of. I'm sure Brandon Routh isn't doesn't have a mustache on his face for any reason besides making a joke about the Justice League film. But I guess we will wait and see what that's all about. Yeah, so that comes back Monday, October 22nd. And yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see more Constantine because I really enjoyed him in the last season. So more of that is more good. Yeah, they definitely played up the Constantine in this. So uh, let's let's talk about the CW crossover. There's been a lot of a lot of stuff going on here. And Stephen Amell is kind of like the PR agent for this, releasing a bunch of stuff and, and getting people excited for this crossover. Yeah, and one of the, the biggest things that got released is a poster for the crossover that shows... Grant Gustin dressed up as Arrow and Stephen Mel dressed up as Flash. This this like looks so wrong, but so right at the same time. Like I don't even know how to describe it. It it's weird. <laughs> it just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, and I don't I don't mean that in like a good or bad way. I just mean it's not right. Like that's not what Flash is supposed to look like. That's not what Green Arrow is supposed right. to look like. So it's it's just strange seeing like these two people we've seen hundreds of episodes of of playing their character, seeing it swapped. Um, yeah. I really wonder what this is about, if this is a Freaky Friday situation, because Amel said, my name is Barry Allen and I'm the fastest man alive, so I'm guessing that's what it is. It could also be an alternate world where Oliver Queen grew up to be the Flash, it was struck by lightning, and Barry Allen was stranded on an island. They could go that way, but it looks like a Freaky Friday type thing. But yeah, just weird and uncomfortable to look at. I'm getting used to it the more I see it, though. Yeah, and it's it's also got like the little line above it says Destiny will be re rewritten, and I know you've been talking about Doctor Destiny a, uh, a few times with the in regards to this crossover. Do you think that's a hint at that? Yeah, that Jack Jack Doctor John Deegan. I'm sure that's this is the as close as we get to official confirmation that Doctor Destiny is the villain, and I think I think that's a pretty strong indication of that. Yeah, that you know with the the poster words there. We also got our first look at Tyler Hecklin in a black Superman suit, shared, of course, by Stephen Amell. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Zach? It's cool to see a black Superman costume. There's 
a lot of other places, maybe in a movie, that I would have liked to see a black Superman costume. But um, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks decent on him. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Um, I don't love this Superman costume, so seeing it just spray painted by Christian Bale doesn't really do a whole lot for me. But it, it is, you know, it makes me wonder what story wise, how is this going to fit in? And if I had to guess, we get to see Grant Gustin and Stephen Amell again with the the black pants and boots. And there was another photo Amel shared, and it looks like they might be the Trigger Twins, who recently have been villains in DC Comics, kind of a smaller characters, but they, they're sort of almost throwback Western characters who carry around pistols and, and shoot people and stuff like that. So I think this could be Dr. Destiny or whoever sending them to an alternate reality where maybe Superman is the leader or a villain and... Barry and Oliver are his henchmen. Yeah. I could definitely see something like that being the case here. Yeah, I could I could see that being the case as well. I I don't know if that idea excites me that much, but it, it seems like a plausible option. Yeah. Uh, well, the coolest part of this picture is definitely Grant Gustin's face being yes. <laughs> so excited. He's talked in the past how he's a big Superman fan, so he's kind of like freaking out being in a picture with Superman. So that's really cool to see. Um, and a lot of people, when they see the black Superman suit, they think, death of superman or whatever but there's been tons of black suits and um most recently in lois and clark where he where the pre-flashpoint superman returned that's uh, a little bit deeper than we need to go here but basically i'm assuming this is just a villain because they the common thing is to just make their costume black except for and sometimes including batman to show they're a villain a different version of this so yeah you don't want to see superman be the villain of be a villain for part of the crossover I mean, it would, I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess I don't, I, I'm confused. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, it looks like we're going to see potentially different realities, maybe one for each show. So three different ones, because if we get to see Amel as regular old Green Arrow and see him as the Flash, see him as a trigger twin, we, we could see him in other things. So there could be lots of different scenarios where they're playing different characters and we get to see three different realities maybe in addition to our own reality or the show's reality we also got a look at bitsy tolick as lois lane our first look at her in elseworlds was shared uh we get a picture looks like on a farm maybe a kent farm in smallville that's just hypothetical there uh and it is clark kent cara danvers and lois lane standing there together as a family yeah and it you know, it, it is, I guess it qualifies as a first look at Lois Lane, but it's a little weird because, you know, <laughs> she's just kind of a normal person. So it's basically just this actress that you've seen before standing in a different place. <laughs> no, no, uh, she's wearing purple and Lois right. Lane wears purple. Uh, that's her costume. <laughs> no. And I, yeah, I, I'm not trying to make fun of it. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. this is a nice picture. And obviously there's Smallville overtones and makes you think of Smallville and that, that always gets me excited. And, you know, the, the Supergirl episode where they, they went back. It was a flashback to high school. Any of those things uh, that kind of reminds me of Smallville, I, I start to get a little more nostalgic and excited about. Yeah, no idea how the farm could fit into a crossover, but we, we've still got a couple months to figure that out. But yeah, overall, some cool stuff to look at and some things to look forward to in the crossover. Elsewhere for Supergirl, it has been announced that Lex Luthor will have a recurring role in the, the later parts of season four. The casting search is going to begin now. And it is said that he will go toe to toe with both Supergirl and Lena Luther. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is another. I, I'm trying hard, but this is another instance of like the characters that 
some of the greatest characters, not just in like Superman or DC Comics, but just in general being used in maybe situations that I, I'm not super excited about because I, I would rather see those characters used other places. And I know I'm normally the one that I guess is like saying I'm all for different versions of characters um, in different places, but it's more like the relative power levels and importance of characters. And I think, I don't know, I'm assuming they're going to make Lex like really weak and not that smart compared to everybody else because they need to make everybody else look better for the show. And that's, I guess, what I'm not super excited about. But yeah, this, I'll wait that's, to see. That's my biggest concern by far, that Lex is just going to be brought in hypothetically to maybe they show he's a good villain or whatever, however he gets out because he's in prison right now. Um, maybe just to, I don't want him to be brought in just as a way to prop Lena up, you know, to be a better villain or whatever she has going on this season in her arc. Uh, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see one of the biggest characters brought in just to prop someone else up. That was my biggest problem with the way Superman last appeared on the show. And when Lex last appeared as a, a young one in a flashback, Lena came in basically as a toddler and defeated him in chess. Right. Um, and so I like Supergirl and Lena are great characters. I would rather see why they're great characters than have other characters brought down to push up other ones. But so, yeah, I do have some apprehension about it. Uh, that doesn't mean I can't do some cool things with Lex. Um, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see how that is handled. Yeah. And the other interesting bit is like if Lex Luthor has a recurring role, but Tyler Hecklin's Superman doesn't like where, where is Superman when Lex is involved and probably doing bad things? Why isn't he coming to help? Um, so that'll be interesting to see how they manage that. Really fair question. Um, spoiler for the season premiere of Supergirl. Uh, not even really. It's a brief one, but we know Superman is in Argo city, right? He's off world. Um, but he comes back for the crossover, presumably, and then maybe he goes back off world or he's got something else. I don't know. But if, if Lex Luthor shows up, you think Superman would be investigating. Yeah. Uh, next up, HBO shared the first look image um, at their new upcoming Watchmen series. Not a ton to go off of, <laughs> I would say. Um, it's a police, someone in a police officer's outfit. I guess we don't know if it's an actual police officer with a yellow mask over their face. Um, so, you know, a lot of people trying to draw conclusions from this. Um, some people just going straight with, well, it's just a new character, just like Damien Lindelof said. He's not, he's remixing characters and stuff. And then other people said, well, maybe it's like the new version of the comedian because it's, it's kind of like the smiley face with the yellow or this is the new Rorschach, because obviously the mask, the face is covered with the mask. Whatever it is, I don't really care. It looks cool, and we're getting a <laughs> Watchmen TV ser series that seems like it's going to be pretty good. I don't care. Uh, yeah, it reminded me more of Rorschach, but it's definitely not a copy or anything. So it's probably a remixed, remixed original character. Although it could be, could be anything. But yeah, not not a lot to go on here, but a little bit of thing to build buzz for Watchmen. Uh, we've got some details on the fifth and final season of Gotham that came out from New York Comic Con. So I'll just say a general spoiler warning here because they get into some things that are going into the finale and stuff um, before the, the fifth season is even aired. There's been lots of details about the finale that they let out. And so just a spoiler warning if you don't want to know anything about the ending or anything like that. So there's a trailer recap of the first four seasons plus season five stuff starting. Pretty cool. You can see the No Man's, no Man's Land influence on it. This season is going to be 10 episodes. They did announce that Shane West is going to be playing Bane and will be breaking Alfred's back and not Batman's. 
pack. Um, so I, I wonder how that's going to fit in here. And, you know, there's tons of villains that are going to return or, or appear in addition to the main ones. Magpie, Scarecrow, Hugo Strange, Mad Hatter, Victor Zaz, they're all going to appear for the first time or come back. But there's also some interesting details about the series finale. It is going to be set 10 years in the future, and it is going to feature Batman. Um, and they're going to do other things like give Penguin a fat suit uh, so he looks chunky do other things to show basically they get one episode of a batman show is what it looks like yeah and i'm pretty interested to see how they do that ideally i mean probably his his costume is going to look a little better than his current costume um but yeah the gotham's been going for a while they've been doing some good things so maybe not so good things sometimes but uh, it looks like they've got a good plan to finish strong they said the costume will be inspired by the dark knight rises um yeah, I'm glad they get this final season to finish it however they want to. Uh, I hope it is the same cast set in the future, even though it's 10 years in the future, just so we see all those characters in those roles. I wonder how they do that, you know, do an episode like that. But I know a lot of people wanted that for Smallville, for Clark to have be Superman for the finale, or, well, some people were clamoring for it starting in season five. But I never had a problem with that. You know, the show was about him becoming Superman. So I never had a problem with that, but I know a lot of people did. And I'm sure they're excited to see what Batman actually looks like in this Gotham universe. Uh, Last up, we got a Twitter question from John from Krypton. And the question is, I saw Amel's wife was cast as Nor Freeze, but could she be Mrs. Freeze? And and this is where spelling is, spelling is important. This doesn't sound good on an audio thing. Nora Freeze, F-R-I-E-S. And John is asking if she could be Mrs. Freeze, F-R-E-E-Z-E. Bombshells is a pretty popular comic right now. I haven't read, uh, I haven't read Bombshells, so I don't know. I'm guessing she must be basically a female version of Mr. Freeze with a gun and stuff, I'm assuming. Uh, Yeah, that wouldn't shock me at all because I don't think they would bring in Nora Freeze just to be sleeping in a, a frozen state that we normally know her as when Mr. Freeze is trying to cure her. So she could definitely be a just a female Mr. Freeze and, and take over his power set and, and skills and all of that. Yeah. And that would be pretty cool. And obviously in the Arrowverse, there's already a female ice powered person. Um, and so maybe she does become Mrs. Freeze or she is Mrs. Freeze. And then we get to see killer frost and, um, interact or have a, a battle between them. That would be kind of cool. See an ice battle. I would think that it would be more set up for Batwoman, but yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. There's so many freeze villains they could bring back. Wentworth Miller is Captain Cold. That's what's so great about the the Young Justice pilot. They have four different freeze villains attacking at the same time. You're like, what? This is ridiculous. Why are there so many freeze villains? Yeah. But yeah, that, you know, it could be a good idea. And I think Mr. Freeze is one of those characters that we're probably not going to see in a movie again. And that's okay. Um, and so I think... Mr. and Mrs. Freeze are probably, um, I think they're, they're good fits for, for TV shows. All right, well, that's all we've got for the news this week. Anything, uh, I guess we can do a quick non-spoiler talk on TV shows just because we got a little bit of time. Anything you want to talk about this week, jump out to you with the CW shows returning or with Titans? Uh, Arrow again, I mean, sorry, Flash again is is very strong. Um, I, I really am liking the interaction between, between Barry and and his daughter Nora and um I'm liking that a lot and the Skata villain is scary um we don't know much about him but he's he's doing a good job of being scary and being introduced really early so I I'm hoping that there's a good mystery trying to figure out who he is throughout the 
the whole season. Uh, so Flash is good. Black Lightning. I For some reason, I didn't like the first episode that much. Um, but the second episode was really strong and felt like good Black Lightning again. But maybe I just need to go back and rewatch the first episode. Maybe I wasn't watching closely enough. But uh, this second week uh, just felt like good Black Lightning again. And Titans is Titans is good. I, I I'm still like trying to figure out what's going on and i like that and then i like the fact that it's a, an ongoing story um from week to week and so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that yeah it was a really strong week all around um supergirl's back some things i like some things i didn't arrow had a really strong start like seeing everything in the prison there and some some cool things that they've set up for the future i'm really liking excess and flash and this seems like a really strong start for flash Black Lightning also, I, yeah, I thought, yeah, I like the second episode better than the first one, but they're they're both strong and got some, some cool things going on there. And Titans was really good. I might have liked it better than the first episode. Hawk and Dove are really liking what we've seen from them so far and both actors in their roles. So really strong week for TV all around. All right, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening and we'll be back soon.